to MimiPierceDesigns.com, the podcast. And now, here's Mimi Pierce. Hello, friends. Mimi Pierce of Mimi Pierce Designs, the podcast. I hope you had a terrific Memorial Day weekend. Here in Indiana, it was spectacular. We could not have asked for a better race day. I mean, it was just picture perfect. Blue skies, beautiful temperatures. Uh, The stands were packed out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And it's as if it was almost like we needed it. It was like this reward for everything that we'd been going through in 2020. Uh, my boys, Jim, Corbin, they went with uh, Corbin's best friend, G, his dad, K-Line, and they had the most amazing day, making great memories. Um, Elio Castroneves, of course, just a fan favorite. It was just so exciting, and it was just great. And I know so many people felt this. Even if you're not a Hoosier and you were watching on television, I think people just still... It was just that atmosphere that we needed, especially on a Sunday, on Memorial Day weekend. You know, they saluted healthcare workers. We didn't forget what Memorial Day is about. They always make sure that that is included uh, in the Indy 500 celebrations and traditions. Uh, I just got chills so many different times during that pre-race ceremony. Um, God bless America, the general that sang that, retired general, and it just... It was so refreshing. I think it's what we all needed, uh, needed this nice long weekend. So now we get back at it, uh, get back to work on a Tuesday morning and get ready to go. And you know, when I say get ready to go, I battle with this sometimes on Sunday evenings because for so many years, I was in a routine. And so this whole job now hiring where you're seeing the signs everywhere, and I'm going to get more into that here in just a few minutes. It's those days, sometimes it's difficult, especially on Sunday night when the work week is getting ready to start again. And, you know, Jim's going to work and it's just, it's a different feel about it. And sometimes Jim will say, oh, you know, you can stay up, you know, you used to couldn't stay up, but it still just does not, it has a weird feeling about it. Um, Sometimes it just feels like I should be going to a job. And speaking of jobs, it's given me some time to reflect on some of my early jobs. Uh, My first jobs in Martinsville, where I grew up, Sycamore Flower Shop, Bob and Betty Faith, uh, gave me a job when I was a young teenager uh, at their flower shop. And this was a very classy, upscale um, flower shop. It was Betty who taught me to this day to make bows. That's how I know to make bows for my wreaths. And I would love to go back into her cooler, her refrigerator cooler. And she'd say, Mimi, are you back there? And I was because I just loved going in there and the smell of all those flowers uh, that she had back there. Um, I also remember her for this. And it's weird that I'm doing uh, on Mimi Pierce Designs uh, for this month, for June, Um, I'm doing a little thing on cake and punch. So I made this great lemon cake recipe that you can have. Um, One of my favorite punch recipes. I bring this up because when I was younger, and I'm probably telling my age, when I went to a wedding with my mom and dad, well, it was usually my mom, my dad hated, you know, men, they don't like to go to weddings. The reception was just cake and punch. That was it. Maybe some nuts, maybe some butter, those mints that I kept, you know, sneaking up and getting more. But the reason I bring that up is Betty had, she carried these mints and they were in, it had to be refrigerated, I believe. And they're the kind today, you see them everywhere. You know, they're little discs, mints that just melt in your mouth, creamy. But those were such 
a big treat and they were expensive. You know, back then I think it was like $6. Well, that that was pretty pricey um, for a thing of mint. So that was always a treat. But it made me think about that when I was doing my um, website, Mimi Pierce Designs. You can always go to there and get this recipe and take a look at this little section that I did on cake and punch. So that reminded me of Betty and her wonderful mints that she would sell a sycamore flower shop and Betty always had this way about her, the way she would answer her phone. Hello, sycamore flower shop. It was just the way she said shop. And um, I, to this day, uh, I love Bob and Betty and thank them for giving me that, um, that opportunity. God rest their souls. Um, they gave me some great things that I carried along in life. Uh, lifeguarding and swimming lessons. That was also something I did during my high school years. And here's the weird part about that is, you know, on Facebook now I get little messages and I see posts where it's there these kids that I had. I taught swimming lessons. They're now adults with their own children. And they'll say, oh, she taught Mimi Pierce. She taught me swimming lessons. And you look and you're like, oh my goodness. Uh, you know, so that brings back memories of that as um, one of my jobs as a lifeguard. My parents owned an insurance agency. So sometimes when they got a little desperate and needed someone to help filing. And this is the day, you know, when they had filing cabinets, nothing was on computer. You had to have individual files and you would file their clients and um, folders into a filing cabinet. And then they'd also let me answer the phone. So I was kind of in the office setting there. Um, so some jobs that, you know, I have fond memories of as we take it in. Now here's a memory that is very interesting. So I go off to college. I had a best friend, Chrissy, in college. Chrissy was from Dallas, Texas. And we felt like, you know, our parents were paying a lot for us to go to Butler University. So we thought, maybe we should get a part-time job. Well, we found out that the Dairy Queen over by uh, Glendale Shopping Mall, 62nd Street, that they were hiring. And so Chrissy and I go over for an interview and we told the man, uh, Tom was from, he was an Asian man and we, he um, told us that he had these jobs open. And we said, well, we'll come to work if we can work the same shift because we only have one car. And he, we so we have to work the same shift so we can come to work together. So he said, okay, we, we can probably work that out. And so we started, we had training. For the life of me, I could not get the curly cue on the ice cream cone. I struggled and I struggled and I thought, oh my gosh. And then Chrissy, this was back in the day. She was from Dallas. So they were way ahead of time in the fashion industry, the cosmetic industry. So Chrissy was the only person I ever knew in early college that had fake nails. She actually in Dallas would go to this big salon. And so hers were very long, um, <laughs> fake nails as we call them today, or tips, uh, gel nails. Uh, but so Chrissy had a little problem when she would have to put a brazier burger uh, on the bun and wrap that around some paper, paper around it. Chrissy had problems because her fingernail <laughs> would always go through the bun. So we were not off to a really good start. We had to buy brown pants, chino pants, that I think my mom bought for me, um, and Chrissy the same thing. And we lasted two weeks at that job. I don't even think we made enough to pay for the brown pants that our parents bought us. 
So that didn't go so well, but I do have fun, fun memories laughing about that. I think my first paycheck, I bought it in Dilly Bars because I took them home to my sorority sisters and passed them out. So that, that didn't work out so well. But what did work out, of course, and you probably know by now after COVID in 2020 that you know, I had two full-time jobs um, in radio and television. Television I'd been on for uh, over 18 years, radio for 34 years. Um, I lost the first television job back in March because they were going in a new direction. And then I lost because of COVID budget cuts. I lost my radio job of 34 years. So double whammy, you know, I've gone on, I've started my website, you know, I'm doing podcasts, things that I love to do, which has been great. But you know, it's, I still feel like um, I need a little something. And so, you know, these hiring signs, they're everywhere. Now hiring. Well, here's, here's the problem that I get into. I did a specific job, radio and television, traffic as an anchor, as a reporter, for 34 years. I haven't had to do a resume in 34 years because I love my job. I, I didn't need to go anywhere else. So I hadn't had to put together a resume. Wow, trying to put that together, that was interesting. And here's where I get a little frustrated with this now hiring because I do feel like I need to do a little something. Believe me, I love doing my website because that is something I just am passionate about, decorating food, travel. And this podcast gives me that outlet of radio and television that I did in the past and sharing things that I always enjoyed sharing. But here's where I get a little, it's frustrating for me because I have applied for other jobs. I will, I will tell you this, in television, um, in radio, and I'm gonna be honest, I think a lot of it is my age, you know? It's like they want a whole new generation, a whole new younger set, and so I get that. But then I was applying for some other jobs, and I'll be honest with you, one was a home staging job um, that I, you know, my friends were like, oh my gosh, you would be so perfect for that job. And so I applied for that job. I did not get that job because I had no experience. And it's like you almost just wish, go to my website, look what I do. And so I'm finding that so difficult when I want to even just do a little part-time job just because I need, I think I need a pattern again. I need some stability as far as, um, you know, getting up in the morning, going to a routine job because that's what I did for 34 years. Now, the now hiring thing with Governor Holcomb, all of a sudden, you know, he's pulling federal aid because a lot of people feel the problem is why all these places um, need employees is because they're making more money with unemployment and the federal aid than they can make at a job. And suddenly you are seeing um, these businesses upping their hourly rate wages um, to attract you know, more employees. But I feel like in the big picture, did COVID really do this much damage? Um, and, and it's possible because COVID was COVID and just everything went crazy. Um, but it's like, there's just so many places that need employees. And I had a person tell me the other day, they said, you know, it's because they can sit home and do nothing and, and get all these benefits. I want to tell you this because I did get unemployment and 
I'm not sitting home because I can make more money sitting home. I am a person that has to be doing something. And I'm at the point, there are days I'm like, hmm, maybe I should try waitressing, you know, interacting with people. But I am not sitting home because I'm making more money sitting at home um, rather than going out and getting a job. I'm one of those ones that is trying, trying to get a job. And it's just, it's kind of a double whammy because like I said, I loved what I did for 34 years. I, I had no desire to go do something else because I loved what I did. I love being on radio. I love being on TV. I love people helping people um, with traffic reports. But now I'm stuck because there's not a whole lot of need for traffic reporters. Um, some stations are even doing away with that because you can get traffic information on your phone or are that way. I still feel like traffic reporters, you know, have a place, especially in radio, um, helping people to and from work. So, um, but it's really hurt me because the whole thing of it is, is I did one thing. So my resume is very short. <laughs> It's very, um, you know, when I, I go to, you go to these sites to try to do a resume builder and you think about, you know, in my big picture in 34 years, I felt like I've done a lot. You know, I've done so much, um, you know, the contributions and just different things like that, that I was able to put on my resume, but under job title, television, radio, traffic anchor for, you know, 34 years, 18 years. So trying to find um, that niche and someone that's going to hire me. I, I'll also tell you another job that I applied for. And um, I really thought I had a pretty good chance at, at this job. It was for a big company that was looking for someone um, to coordinate some events, um, to coordinate travel uh, for clients. And I love doing that. If you'll ask Jim, if you ask people, they'll say, oh my gosh, you're like a travel agent. You know, you're so good at finding great um, airline tickets, cheap vacations. You would be so good at this. Well, once again, I didn't have that experience in that, but I still feel like I could have brought a lot to that company. So I heard back from that particular company and the response came back from what seemed like, and I, I'm, I'm kind of looking here, it was from a young kid. I mean, it just the way, the way he responded back to me, and in the big picture, I think he knew what I had done previously and who I was. And he's like, I know, I know. And this is, you know, someone that's supposed to be professional, but I ju it just had a sound about it that it was from, and later I did find out he's not very old. He's in his 20s working for this company in HR. And he said, I know, you'll, you'll find something. There's something out there for you. I'm thinking, really? That's the kind of response letter I'm getting from a company like this. So, you know, it's, it's challenging and it'll, it will be interesting to see um, you know, with Governor Holcomb pulling um, that federal aid, which is, a, I believe, an extra 300, if these businesses, is, is this going to spark what these businesses need? But it's just so hard for me to believe that this many places, especially restaurants, grocery stores, um, you know, are that desperate for um, employees. We did go to a restaurant to celebrate Jim's birthday a couple of weeks ago. 
pretty, you know, it was more of an upscale restaurant and the service was horrible. And you look around and you're thinking to yourself, hmm, you look, and they still had tables, you know, kind of spread out, but they didn't have the staff. And they apologized at the end of the evening um, for that they just didn't have enough staff. And you're thinking, wow. So do you go ahead and open your restaurant if you can't provide that service um, to your customers because you're short on employees? But it just, it's so odd to me that there are just so many places that need employees. So, you know, I'll come home and I'll say, hey, you know, this place is hiring. And Jim will look at me and he'll like, really? You want to do that? You Really? And I said, you know, it's something new. It's something to try. And, and I know you're probably going to laugh at me, but I like to go to the grocery store. So when I see people, you know, the grocery fillers that we have now that fill your, your grocery carts for you and you pick it up at the store, you know, I'm thinking, hmm, I'd probably be pretty good, pretty good at that. But it's just kind of to that stigma that has also been put on me as a professional that I was in, you know, a pretty high profile career for so long. Um, and it's not, it's not below me to do one of those kind of jobs. It's just, I have to find out what that is. Um, so I am struggling with that. So, you know, when I see now hiring, um, I'm tempted. <laughs> Why not? Why not give it a try? And, um, you know, maybe go be a bartender at a high-end restaurant or um, just be, you know, do something um, that's just not what I typically would do. And that would fill one of those positions. So I, I focus on this because it's just been weird, especially in the past couple of weeks, um, just seeing more and more and hearing more and more about places that need people, um, need employees. And we'll see if this sparks this whole pulling that federal government money, if that really does spark and people suddenly need to go back to work um, because they aren't making the money that they were working under unemployment. But I just want to make it clear that I am not one of those that has been sitting at home, um, you know, because I'm making more money or I was making more money under unemployment. I want to work. Um, so we'll, we'll take a look at that. Thanks for letting me kind of spill it out there, share it with you. But you see this every day with, um, you know, the hiring and um, the challenges that businesses have, that people have um, trying to go back to work and get things back to normal. But speaking of back to normal, it was refreshing this past weekend because things did feel um, like they were getting back to normal, especially with the largest event in the world since COVID. And it was right here um, in our home state. And that was that was awesome. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll get ready for a great week and maybe I'll go apply for some of those jobs and we'll see what happens. Uh, if you're in the Martinsville area, don't forget to stop by. You know, I do have my Simple Goodness Soaps, that soap line, which uh, I'm so grateful. Um, so many of you, I was looking for a little when I had that downtime during COVID and um, this product I just truly believe in. It's great uh, goat milk products from Simple Goodness. I have my goat milk soap, the lotion, and the bath bombs are exclusively at Celebrations Boutique in Martinsville. And thank you to everyone who has already um, purchased those. You can always purchase them online as well. 
So I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you, thank you for all your support. I'm still hearing from so many of you and I really do appreciate it. Check out my website, Mimi Pierce Designs. Uh, dot com. Like I said, we're into June. Give you a little taste of some back porch decorating that I did over the holiday weekend. Had really a lot of fun doing that. So check that out on my website. And again, have an amazing rest of the week and peace be with you.